Welcome, everybody, to the Casey Cairo Pulse podcast brought to you by CATS Consultants, helping doctors keep their pulse on success. I'm Dr. Michael Perush, and I'm joined in the studio today with my good friend, Dr. Troy Fox. Hello, Dr. Well Fox. Doing. What's hey, happening? How you doing? I'm great. Awesome. So, Troy, I know you're the keeper of the emails and the questions that we get every week that we enjoy bannering around a little mm-hmm. bit. So what do you got this week? Well, for those of you that have sent things in recently, I appreciate it. Uh, this one goes to the front of the list, though. We got a little SOS today, and this is something that we see a lot in practice. But I thought, let's let's go ahead and pull this one to the front because this young lady sounds like she really needs her help. And, you know, that may not be often what we talk about is urgent SOS type of things. A lot of times we talk about things that are are uh, probably more fundamentals in practice. But Annie wrote me an email and it was pretty heartfelt. And, and uh, Annie said that she'd been in practice just under two years and she'd gone gangbusters, tried to do everything, read everything and had really, you know, been out in her community, been involved. Basically, she said, from the time I go to work in the morning until the time I go to bed tonight, I, at night, I think about chiropractic seven days a week and I'm talking about it and I'm doing, it. I thought, well, that's, yeah, that's not unusual for a new practitioner. Here's where we're running into the problem. She also has a family and she's getting burned out. Mm. And she said, now that she's getting burned out, she's starting to get resentful and negative. And so basically the, uh, the, the, the question is for her is, can you help me, Dr. Phil? I mean, Dr. Perush. <laughs> and so she's wanting to know, what do I do? I mean, I, I've done what you told me to do or what everybody in the industry's told me to do from a coaching standpoint. Um, you know, I've tried to get involved in my community, do this, do that, you know, think, eat, breathe, chiropractic. And now I'm getting burnt out on it. I got no time for my family and everybody's tired of hearing about my practice. What do I do? Because I'm starting to feel like that I'm getting apathetic in my practice now. Great question. And we, you know, we see this a lot with a lot of doctors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my initial advice is take a break. Yeah. When was the last time you actually took a break? I mean, be an entrepreneur. Okay. It's, it's your business. Patients are going to come in when you tell them to come in. And I hear this all the time. Doctors say, well, I, I can't leave the practice. You know, I've got to be here. I've got to be here every day. My, my patients are scheduled. And, and if I'm not here, yeah, but be the entrepreneur. They will come in when you tell them to come in. If you tell them you're taking a week off, you know what? They'll come in the week after. They'll come in two days before. Yeah. You know why that came about with almost every doctor, every doctor I've ever talked to that one person, one time when you got ready to go on vacation and got mad and said they were going to quit care in your office because you were going to be gone that week and they needed care. Yeah. One person, one time it's, it's the outlier that causes you to freak out. And then you think maybe everybody thinks that way. That's not true. Most people are excited that you're taking a week off because they know every time that you take a vacation, you come back with more energy than you've ever had. Right. And burnout's a real thing and burnout will Mm -hmm. cause your practice to crash quicker than a 747 without gas. You've, you've got to take time off. You've got to refuel and recharge. We recommend that doctors take, um, at least four weeks a year off. And think about that. Mm-hmm. That's only a week, a quarter, put it on your calendar, put it in your schedule. Then everybody can plan towards it. 
your patients and there's a way to schedule before and after your vacation so that you don't lose your patient visits. Mm-hmm. And, and so what's the big deal? If it's good for you, if it's good for the business, if it's good for your patients, that's the litmus test. And yeah, so let's pick that apart. Well, obviously it's good for you to take some time off. It's good for your practice because now you're not taking your burnout syndrome which there really is a syndrome. Uh, you're not taking that out on your staff and and your patients, and it it's good for your patients because it's good for them to see that you have a life too. And most mm-hmm. patients appreciate the fact that oh, you know, look, the doctor's taking a week off. That's awesome. They're going to go spend some time with their family. That's great. So and just made, do it. You made a nice point right there because some of you that are younger doctors go, well, I can't afford to go to Mexico four times in a year or travel the world. So sometimes it's a staycation. Sometimes you stay right. home with your spouse and kids and you go do what you enjoy. You go fishing, you go play golf, yep. you, you shuffleboard, whatever, whatever your activity is with your family. And you basically <laughs> blow off a little bit of steam. You don't talk about the office you do the things you need to do because I, I don't want you to feel like, gee, this is coming from doctors that have been successful and they can afford to go take four weeks a year, wherever they want to. That's not what we're saying because when you saying. and I first started into practice, we were very fortunate. Our practices grew quickly, but there were times and for you and for me, I know I took times off where sometimes I'm just like, I'm just going to play golf for the next three days. Yeah. I'm not going to think about anything. I'm not going to take any phone calls. I'm not really going out of town. I'm just not going to, I'm just not going to think about business for a few days. And, and then when I came back out of it, I usually had really big, grandiose, great ideas about what I wanted to do with my practice because my mind was refreshed again. Sometimes it just takes three or four days. Yeah, exactly. You know, here, here's how I always relegated my vacations. One vacation a year with just my spouse. Mm Mm-hmm two vacations a year with family. So two vacations a year with, with the family and one vacation a year that was a staycation. Now, Mm -hmm. sometimes our family vacations were nothing more than a glorified staycation. And we'd go to a, a a different place every day, you know, kind of these Mm -hmm. little day trips and things. You don't have to stay in a hotel and be on a lavish beach somewhere to have a vacation. You can create your own vacations. But here's here's the trick. You have to make sure that you put yourself in a position to shut the office down. I mean mentally. Mm-hmm. You 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 can't you can't drag the office along with you. You've got to make sure that you shut the brain down so that you have some time to rest and relax and let your energy get restored. Right. So, you know, it's important. Take the time off, build it into your schedule, you know, read, read some things about, and, and if you're one of our members, we've got videos on this in the, in the library, read some things about how to overcome burnout. More importantly, read some things about how to recognize the signs and symptoms of burnout so that you know when it's coming. Yeah, we have a class called the a cautionary tale about burnout, because sometimes doing what you love, you burn yourself out doing it, and then you end up in a position that you never wanted to be in, you never thought you would be in. I think a really good example, and some of you guys may love, you may not love Phil Mickelson. 
Phil Mickelson wrote a letter yesterday, I think it was, as, as we're recording this. He wrote a letter yesterday apologizing for his behavior and some of the things he said about the Saudi Golf League. And for those of you that aren't mm-hmm. really into golf, basically that. he kind of slammed the PGA Tour that has kind of been the 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 mouth or the horse, you know, the mouth that fed him, sorry, over the years. And he slammed them pretty hard. Well, he got some pretty bad backlash on that. Then he started to explain himself, whether you like it or not, or agree with it or not. Basically what he said was in, you know, in, in really very few words, but to the point I'm burnt out. I've had some personal things going on for years that I haven't really divulged. I've been in the public eye and some of you as doctors are in the public eye as well. So when you get to a point of getting burnt out, sometimes you crash the ship. And that's really what, what I feel like Phil Mickelson did. He lost a sponsor over the deal. I don't know that he's going to recover from it. Mm-hmm. Well, as doctors, we sometimes get ourselves in a position doing the thing that we love. We make a mistake or we say something we shouldn't act in a way that we shouldn't. That really reflects the fact that we're frustrated and we're tired more than anything else. And maybe you quit your job or sell your practice. And then you wish you hadn't. So we have a class called a cautionary tale about burnout where people go the opposite direction. They don't go in the direction that we might've coached them to go. They go in a direction where they just go, I can't do this anymore. It's like they're caught in a bear trap and they need to get out. Right. And we don't want you to get to that point. So no, don't, don't fail because you're exhausted and burned out plan for it. It will happen. Mm -hmm. Everybody gets burned out from time to time. Entrepreneurs have a tendency to get it burned out just a little bit faster because you're going at a higher rate of speed typically. And I, I promise you, you will lose more patience if you try to work through burnout syndrome than if you take time off and recoup. It'll happen every time. Yeah. You're your patients can see right through you. Actually, if you're genuine and you have a passion for them and what you do, and you can hold that passion at a kind of a, at a medium burn all the time, we don't want you to be frantic because if you're frantic, you're going to do this. You're going to bounce up and down. If you can hold that passion at about a medium level where you're just, you love your job. You enjoy going into work every day. It's not a hassle. If a patient shows up, at the end of your day and you were getting ready to walk out the door, you either a can reschedule them or B you go, eh, it's no big deal. I'll see you before I leave. I mean, if your attitude is right, when you're in practice, seeing those folks, they're going to know it. But if you're there just for the money and then basically you get to the end of the day and you go, you know, I'm only here from eight until five 30 and you scold them because they came in at five 30, even though you had nothing else to do. Um, I'm not saying you should stay just because you have nothing else to do, but I'm just saying attitude wise, if your attitude is is right, you know, there's that patient that's walked in. That's a friend of mine. That's, you know, I've known for years. Cause I think all my patients are friends after they've been there for a while. I mean, I've known them all forever. I know their kids. I know their spouses. They walk in. I, I'm like, dude, this guy's never late. He's late today. I wonder what else is going on with him. He may not have anything to say, or maybe he just got caught behind a train, but I, you know, for me, I want to practice with passion. And if I practice with that level of passion every day, yeah, I need a recharge every once in a while, but I'm not manic depressive passion. Right. 
I'm just middle of the road passionate where I'm excited to be there, but I don't like, you know, tackle you when you come through the door of my office. So, you know, it, it like we do when we're first in practice, because how excited are we when that first, second, third, even hundredth patient walks through the door and we're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, look, this actually works. I went to school forever, got, took boards and there's somebody in my office. They walked in and they're willing to pay me. <laughs> And that's a whole nother topic because then we th- then people start playing, let's make a deal with people when w- people walk through your door wanting to pay you for your service. But right. um, yeah, from a from an exhaustion standpoint, man, that is so real. Uh, and I won't share my story on here today, but the reason <clears throat> that I'm passionate about that is because I went through some of that and my practice was super successful. I couldn't, I mean, there are people that would have would have given their their left leg to see the number of patients I was seeing in a day's time. And I, I was like, I'm tired. I don't want to yeah. do this anymore. Right. You know, sometimes you get you just that go, I, I don't care about the money anymore. I don't care about the patients. I don't care about anything. And you know what? My patients knew when I left, when I reflected back on that, um, they knew. And yeah, sure. it was, it wasn't that I didn't give good patient care. It was just that there was no fire lit. They could tell there was a, the, the, the lights are on, but nobody was home at that. Yeah. Point. You're a walking zombie. You're a walking. Yeah, zombie. Exactly. So, so don't fail just because you're exhausted and burned out. Recognize mm-hmm. the symptoms of burnout. Take some time off and allow yourself to recharge. That's my, that's my advice. And my advice is talk to somebody that knows what they're talking about. Um, in other words, somebody else that's an entrepreneur, it doesn't even have to be a chiropractor, but it's right. helpful to talk to other chiropractors. Find somebody that's been through this. Talk to us. Talk to somebody. You know, we do we do free consults uh, from a standpoint of, of finding out what's going on with your practice. And if we can help you, you could weave that into that consult. And and Dr. Dr. Phil, Dr. Perush, <laughs> Dr. Phil Perush. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But no, we're willing to talk to you about it as well. I don't want to see anybody get in a position where they do something they regret later with their practice, like, you know, selling their practice or, 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 you know, or get in a position where they, they, they did do, make horrible financial decisions in their practice because of burnout. Right. Right. So if you want to talk to us, you can schedule a breakthrough session with me, just go to our website, catsconsultants.com. In the top right corner, you can schedule with me. You go right to my calendar there. So be sure to jump on there. And uh, we love talking to you guys. We love giving back to the chiropractic profession. So Troy, anything else? Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. I think that's it. Gosh, that's a lot for today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the KC Chiropults podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants. Check us out at catsconsultants.com. And from all of us here at Cats Consultants, we appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you next time.